All right, let's uh, pick up those spirits if you're stuck in self-isolation. Welcome to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall, episode 93. My name is Brownie, I'm your podcast host, and I'm coming to you live from the Wall of Sound bunker. You can check out everything we're doing to keep you up to date and uh, cure that boredom during all of this lockdown that's happening across the globe. Hope you're safe out there. You can take a look at what we're doing at wallofsoundau.com. We're on social media as well, too. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is where you can find us. Just search for Wall of Sound AU, or if you want to hit me up personally and see all the shit that I'm doing behind the scenes, Brownie Paul is where you can catch me. Coming up for you today, just because you're locked away doesn't mean you can't have a bit of fun and learn about a whole bunch of new music on the way, so I'm going to sit down with the man and legend that is James Tidswell from Violent Soho. The band have their forthcoming album, Everything Is A-OK, which, upon reflection, kind of doesn't really represent what's going on right now, but that album's coming out very soon, so we're going to talk all about that, how the band has progressed and matured over the past couple of years. I say couple, they've been together for 18 years. And the very special and wholesome as fuck moment that James had at Good Things Festival when he looked over and saw his idol waving at his infant. More on that soon, so make sure you stick around for that. Plus, we've got plenty of throwbacks to get you through your day. And, uh... I got nothing else further to do but to take you back to a time when none of this was happening in the world. We we're all living so carefree. So I'm going to kick it all off with a throwback right now from Smashing Pumpkins and get into a bit of hole and a very special song that's probably going to pump you up and get you running into your brick wall at home. This right here is Cherub Rock and Wall of Sound up against the wall. Yeah. 
sound up against the wall with Brownie. Gone are the days of hole and wall of sound up against the wall. Think back to the 90s and a lot of people may have been first introduced to the grunge and alternative rock scene through bands like that. And uh, especially when they came down under for festivals like Big Day Out, which, well, 
was the only festival reigning supreme back in the day. Nowadays, we're not too sure what the future holds for Australian music festivals here in Australia, especially with this whole lockdown that's happening across the country. But uh, we can get you through. And uh, thinking back to times of yesteryear when bands like that reigned supreme and we didn't have a worry in the world. But right now, I'm going to get on for you. A band who I think... Paved the way for bands like Violent Soho to make it big, not only here in Australia, but across the world too. This is Nirvana with Breed. Turn it up loud on Wall of Sound, up against the wall. Sound up against the wall. Oh, never find 
find someone quite like you again. I'll never find someone quite like you, like you. Shout out going out to the Broden Davon boys of yesteryear. Vast with touched a wall of sound up against the wall. Something that you should not probably be doing with each other at the moment right now. Look, I know times are a bit tough out there, but this whole self-isolation thing is pretty much what we need to do to get through and stop the spread of this dreaded coronavirus across the world and the country as well. We're seeing states locked down. Uh, You're not allowed to leave your uh, home states. You can't even leave the country, essentially. So, you know, the best thing that you can do is immerse yourself in the Australian music scene and everything we have to offer. Uh, From doing the Factions Hardest 100 countdown over the weekend, it turns out that there's a lot of bands out there with a lot of free time. We're seeing over the next six months um, bands not being able to tour and get out there and play their new material so they're knuckling down and working on new stuff so I guarantee if you're not having babies in nine months time we're going to see the first taste of new music from bands who 
may have released new albums last year. So in succession, we're going to see a whole plethora of new music, which I guess is the best thing that we can wait for when it comes to what's going to happen later on this year. But get out there, support your favourite bands and check out some new ones as well too, like these guys here. I first came across them at Big Sound last year and have to say they've got a great sound behind them and I'm keen to see what they can do moving forward. The band is called Sly Withers and this is their song Checkout, a dedication to all those working behind the retail counters during this pandemic across the country. Let's get it on for you right now. Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Hard to read, but after all I have seen We built it on trust Since I agreed The feeling you got while you stare at the clock Was something you choose when you start anew You can stop freaking out And I'll freak out for two You're feeling awesome Is this just coming Just a couple iced coffees, a bag of Doritos that smile to last me till I fall asleep again. If you were my checkout, Back. 
humans, my name is Mark Hoppus, and this is Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. For all of you Blink-182 fans right there with Carousel and Wall of Sound up against the wall, there is nothing left for me to say except please welcome James Tidswell. Hey, this is Tids from Violent Soho, and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. With all the shit going on in the world, it's great to see an album title that's hopefully going to bring us all back up again. Everything is A-OK. The brand new album from Violent Soho comes out April 3. Here to chat all about it is the man and legend that is James Tidswell. Welcome to the show. 
Oh, man. Thanks for having me. What an intro. Now, uh, you get yourself a little award here. Uh, Violin Soho is the only band who I've managed to interview every single member for now. So I don't have anything to give you, but next time we catch up, I've got a Milton Mango with your name on it. That's awesome. Now, uh, let's have a chat about this new album here. Obviously, uh, as I said before, the world's in a bit of a a panic at the moment at this point in time, but at least we've got new music to look forward to, and this is like one of the most highly anticipated albums released in 2020. Four years since Waco, how does it feel to almost have it out for the world to see, to judge, to feel, and to mosh to? (laughs) I think uh, to mosh to is pretty optimistic, but um, (laughs) (laughs) it's... uh, it's exciting to be putting out some new music. Feels like a strange time to be putting out an album called Everything Is A-OK, but um, hey, we're, we're not in control of uh, anything other than the album title. Exactly, and you can't control the weather or the pandemic that's going on yet. If you did, I'll be coming to you for some nuclear codes and things like that. Mm, exactly. Well, having a look at uh, the album and having listened through to it all, like I, I don't want to say it's a bit softer because it's still got those violent Soho elements to it. And But in saying that, is it a bit stripped back compared to previous releases for yourselves or do you still feel it packs that punch? Um, I think it packs a punch, uh, but I, I think in a, uh, in a way that people probably aren't used to from us. It's certainly a way that we've never done it before. And, um, you know, that's because we've never been... You know, dad's in our mid-30s, you know, before either. So I think it's um, it's still heavy, but it's just more relaxed, man. I yeah. think, you know, people always, uh, yeah, always said, you know, uh, it's the ingress- aggression and, and anxiety that you, you feel, you know, with our band that people connect with. And uh, neither of those things are there. It's, it's not aggressive and it's certainly not anxious. It's um, it's quite relaxed we more sit back into the heaviness than try and push it forward yeah would you say it's sort of like the maturing album for violent soho you've had your party days and your your moshing antics and all of that and this is one that you can sort of chill out and listen to in you know in your home or your mate's home at this point in time for the next few months (laughs) yeah maybe i mean um maturing is a uh is, is a is a funny word i mean obviously it's probably the truth but um I'd like to think that it's more, we have been a band 18 years, so naturally we are going to mature. I think it's been about 18 years this year. And I think that we've made all the albums that, you know, you can basically play every song with one finger and drink, you know, six beers before going on stage. So, you know, to keep us going forward and wanting to do the band, I think, like, this was really sort of challenging ourselves um, musically more than, you know, how much, uh, I guess, energy we can put into it. You know, it's, it's got energy, it's just different. Yeah. yeah, and it's showcasing your ability as songwriters. Like, we've, we've been watching the progression of Violin Soho over the years and, and to sort of get to where you guys are now. Like, what? how do you take what's happening in the world and put that into a song or your own personalised and things like that? Like, how much are you willing to bear? Or at this point in time, are you just like, fuck it, I just want to talk about everything that's going on in my life and put it into a song, like how to make a perfect brisket and things like that? <laughs> well, it's a <laughs> that was awesome. It's um, <laughs> it's pretty hard to to say um, personally because Luke writes all the songs. Yep. And um, so I don't want to answer for him. But I'm going to do my do my best because um, I mean he's not here, so I can talk about it like this. I mean he's my favorite songwriter. Um, I'm so lucky to to play in a band in in my favorite band, you know. And I think I can sort of say that because I don't write the songs. Yeah. Uh, yep. So. 
uh, it's more like uh, I get to be the first one to hear, you know, the, the, the songs and then uh, learn to sort of, um, you know, play, play them and play them with Luke and, and listen to what he's saying a, a lot. And uh, this is the first record where I'm sure he would agree is it's all personally, uh, personal experiences that he's gone through, lyrically, that is. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think like that's changed uh, on the, on the on the album, but also like yeah, it's more um, yeah more just challenging ourselves. I think like nothing is set in structure, um, as in like verse chorus verse chorus. Whereas we've pretty much served up every other record like that. It's sort of all over the place in that way, and it's it's done like that because we really want to show that this is the band has always been for us, you know, and just us. Um, we're so lucky and grateful for the, the, the support that we get. And I say, you know, support on purpose rather than like the fans, because we don't have fans, we have supporters. It's really different um, in that way. And, um, but we ended up with that support from the public by um, doing, you know, what we've been doing for however long. You know what I mean? Um, and trust me, there was no one wanting to listen when we were doing it 18 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing as well, too. Like, i got to give a shout-out to my mate Jacko for putting me on to you guys. And, like, massive shout-out to Triple J, because if that station didn't exist, I would not know who the fuck Violent Soho were and love you guys as much as I have and, and been through so many experiences over the years at shows, being in uh, a music video of yours as well, you know, even just catching up with you guys at the pub and things like that. Like, your your success doesn't represent who you are as people of that makes sense like you were just the, the same as all of us except you just play in a band and make great music and you've got supporters who follow you and support you with what you do oh dude huge compliment um yeah thank you man um that is and exactly what you said is what this album is is trying to say if there's a message behind it it's that we're relaxed and comfortable with who we are we don't know how we got here and we're not going to pretend that we know we're just going to continue to be. And, um, you know, thank you to everyone. You know, that's sort of what the, the album's trying to say. And that's, that's probably why it took a little longer as well, because it was obviously very tempting to just, um, you know, go with the exact same approach that we have had the success with. But, you know, we could be the uh, only people standing around uh, in 18 years' time still doing this, you know, <laughs> to, us, to with each other. So, you know, that's, I guess, the, the main priority, you know. All right, well, we want to see you guys here for another 1836, and that's all I can count up in uh, multiple. <laughs> so we'll see how long Violent Soho goes for, but you got the backing here. Thanks, man. What we're going to do right now is get on your brand new single, Pick It Up Again, and I want to talk all about that music video next. You sticking around for a bit more, Tids? Awesome, no worries. All right, here it is on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. And I threw it in a well All the memories and spells Pulled up on the sand and mud Found nothing but bad blood So I threw it down again Just to see the find a friend is gone again Pick it up again, pick it up because I have got no time when I could They say, pick it up again, 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 pick it up again. 
up again the brand new single for violin soho from their forthcoming album everything is a-okay tids in my opinion right now as of this podcast going out that is the best music video released so far in 2020 going around to random houses in brisbane asking them if they like music and then playing a set in their lounge room if they say yes like tell us how did this idea come about and and some of the the stories that came from this idea Wow. Um, oh man, it was it was without a doubt the most fun we have ever had making a uh, a video. We were texting each other when we got home, and it was a long couple of days. But when we got home on the Saturday night, we were texting each other still about how funny certain things were. Um, I don't know where it came from. I, I guess the whole idea we started off was to promote the album. The album was originally called Plus Four One Three Six Nine Six. I'm not going to say the rest, but um. It was Johan's mobile phone number. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Johan's mobile, you obviously are label. It was his, his mobile phone number. And to, to be honest, we played Big Pineapple Festival, and we actually played that song, Pick It Up Again, uh, at it. Although we had Vacation Forever already as well. But that was sort of the second song, and we played it straight away. Um, it was pretty natural for us to, to be able to play. It's probably the song that sounds like the most like anything else, you know, from our previous records, really, I guess. Um, and then... Um, we, we just started joking, like, all right, let's do an album, because we were having fun. And once we came up with the title of it, which was Joan's phone number, it, it just sort of really energised us to get back in and actually make an album, because we thought it was going to be so funny. So we got together, as like, basically to do a practical joke. And then all of the other stuff around it was also, like, marketing jokes, like jokes on on how you have to sell records now, but using them as, like, 80s techniques. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, um, so that's sort of, like, where all of the ideas came from. And the uh, Lying on the Floor video, and this is how we wanted to launch the album, but we couldn't do it. We actually hit up Danos Direct, and we were going to launch the album, or whatever it is on, you know, <laughs> Channel 10 or whatever, the Payton TV. Yeah. So we were going to buy our spot on the um, David Campbell show and that, you know, whatever. Um 
and we thought that we could buy a spot and then play the song live on the studio um, and say pre-order the new album now and have the phone number come up and then that would be the video. So that's, that was how we were going to launch the album and man did we try. Like we went to everyone, TVSN, um, you name it. Like, yeah, yeah uh, all, the, all the on TV shopping networks and all that. Exactly, but none of them would take it. Idiots. And we were like, can't we just pay to do it? But no, because they reckon that they would lose their other uh, businesses trying to sell uh, stuff uh, because everyone would turn off the TV when we played. So um, they couldn't get uh, viewership uh, back up. So that's why they said no, pretty much all of them, unanimously. So then we had to come up with other uh, like ideas. But yeah, one of them was just door knocking. And to be honest, it was just... Um, we were just going to go door knocking and film that on our iPhones, just sort of door knocking around and, and, and doing exactly that, but not to that extent. And we just thought it was so funny, like as in when we kept talking about it, um, that we decided to make a video for it. So Pick It Up Again is not actually a single as such. It's just we needed a song to put to a video. And ah, so, right. Yeah, I mean, it might be. I don't even know. We're just trying to get music out. Like AOK came out the week before vacation. Then it went lying on the floor, pick it up again. I mean, we're just doing everything we can as it's ready to just get it out, you know what I mean? And do um, it in different ways that are so, like, different to other marketing plans for other bands and all that. That's what makes you guys stand out because no other band is doing this right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Sweet. Well, yeah, we don't even think about it like that. I think we're trying to do, like, uh, uh, shopper dockets um, <laughs> as well, like where you get a bonus thing. We've been trying to do that one for a while, but apparently they don't really do them anymore. Um, some of the other ideas where, uh, at the moment, I think we're trying to sponsor the, like, you know, under, uh, 10s, 9s, 7s, um, uh, Mount Rugby League Club, but I, I think their games are suspended, but we're trying to get a sponsor on their jersey, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. so just all sort of like local stuff and stuff that people sort of used to do to sell normal stuff. We're doing it to sell, uh, records because, I mean, um, it's, like life's a bit of a joke right now, yeah. Correct, yeah. And that's the thing I love what you said right there, then and there. Like, you want to be as local as possible. Violent Soho, to me, are up there with Powderfinger and the Veronicas in terms of, like, representing Brisbane and, and, and living here, breathing it. You know, you're, you're at the Mansfield Tavern as much as possible. You've even got menu items named after you, boys. Like, you are ingrained in Brisbane nature and culture now that, you know, you can't say the word Brisbane without thinking of you guys. <laughs> wow, that's crazy because um you know in our heads yeah not much has changed we're still in the exact same environment so i guess you don't really you know see that but also like yeah i mean not even uh brisbane as much as like you know real like mansfield you know i think um i think it's pretty funny you know we started out you know doing it as a joke but at the same time just saying where we came from being honest you know yeah. the message has always been to be honest and be comfortable and relaxed with who you are. That's, that's, that's sort of the message of the band. And, and it's not, you know, Australian pride. It's not Mansfield pride necessarily. It's more just like, this is who we are. And we're okay with that, you know? And I guess, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. I, I, don't, I don't know. No, nah, well, all, all you need to do on that one is just keep doing what you're doing because we see what you're doing and, and it, it, it's it's giving hope that like other bands from the suburbs like that can actually make it big and, and, and do big things like what you have been doing, like playing festivals across Australia, sold out shows, going overseas, you know, like, and that's, that's a band from just up the road here in Brisbane. So it's, it's doable. 
That's awesome, man. That is that. Uh, that's the example we we, we want to be. You know? And on top of that, as well, too, you get to rub shoulders with the likes of Blink One Eight Two, a band who you have admired <laughs> for fuck knows how long of your life, mate. Now, for those who don't know this story, uh, Mark Hopp has actually tweeted that he liked Volan Soho's song "Covered in Chrome." Uh, you tried to get him an album, and then years later, you performed on the Good Things Festival tour alongside his band Simple Creatures. He actually came and watched you set in Brisbane, like. For, for yourself to be a fan of this man and, and, the, and the legend that he is, like, how is that to have all of that happen in such a short amount of time and go, fuck, Mark Hoppus is watching me play right now? <laughs> Dude, it was by far the, the moment, you know, of my, my life from being in, the, in this band. I mean, um, yeah, I, I couldn't oversell it. <laughs> it, it was, um, <laughs> there's nothing I could do to, yeah, to oversell it. It's, um... Everything, yeah, yeah. I mean, as you said, like when I was fourteen, I've seen every lineup of Blink One Eighty Two, um, including all you know uh, members swapping in and out or whatever you said before. You know, and uh, it was crazy, dude. It was so crazy that the, the craziest moment probably of my life playing in, in in the band. And obviously, it's entirely out of control, and I'm well aware how ridiculous it it, it is. But yeah, I'm playing. I look over. And at my daughter, who's on stage, and uh, I always have a side of stage, you know, when I can, because it's so fun for me to share, and very surreal. So I turn over, and I look at my daughter, and, like, I normally try and smile and, like, rock out, you know, with her or something. She's looking over the side of stage, waving, and I'm like, ah, yeah, look at me. And then I look over, and she's waving to Mark Hoppers, who's waving back to her. Mark (laughs) Hoppers is standing Side of stage, it's like not only am I losing my mind playing in front of you know thousands, however many people there. Yeah, heaps, I'm gonna say. Um, not only is that my daughter there, side of stage, and Mark Office, but they happen to be waving to each other. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is the most. Unbelievable moment, and I'll, I'll just never forget it. Yeah, look, it's one of those wholesome experiences of going, look, regardless of what you've done, where you've been through and where you're going, like that's a moment that sinks and goes, right, what I'm doing is is obviously resonating with so many people that, you know, this is actually happening. And to immerse your daughter in this life with you as well is just such a beautiful thing, man. Like, it's just, i got nothing else to say on that besides it's so fucking wholesome. That's pretty much the best way to wrap up all of that and everything that you do and and just the way that Violent Soho take what's happening and, and coming to them and dishing it out into the world again with all the fans. So, like, it's, it's a bloody good thing you guys are doing, so keep it up. Oh, man, thank you very much. Such kind words, thank you. All right, well, the new album is out April 3. Everything is A-OK. It's going to be A-OK once you get this album into you through IOU. James Tidswell, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for stopping by. Legend. Thanks, each friend. Nothing changes inside Can I just run and hide Like a cigarette holder Getting older and older I'm falling Let me out of the ground Like a cigarette break I just need a complaint Screaming her lies I fall back and say Lying on the floor It's all I want to do
This is Tim and Craig from Loser. You're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. Done. 
haven't heard of those guys yet, you need to give yourself an uppercut. That is Loser on Wall of Sound up against the wall. We first came across them at Big Sound 2019. One of the better bands of the entire week as well. You can check out our review at wallofsoundau.com. Just type in Big Sound. And there's also a Big Sound podcast where we caught up with the guys uh, and had a chat about the band. And they're signing to Domestic La La Records, which, for those of you playing at home, would know that is James Tidswell's record label. He's doing his absolute best to support and nurture the next crop of Australia's upcoming alternative rock bands, including these guys here who, since signing to Domestic La La, have played a whole bunch of festivals across the country, gained a whole stack of Triple J airplay, and released absolute bangers of songs, including this one here, which, you know, I'm dedicating to you. If you're stuck at home watching TV and you're bored shitless, then, uh, we'll turn this one up. This is Daytime TV by DF Seattle on Wall of Sound up against the wall.
This is Tegan from Being Jane Lane, and you are listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. Favourite Gold Coast punks, Bing Jane Lane on Wall of Sound, up against the wall. If you haven't discovered their latest album, Savage Sunday, you need to go check it out right now. Support the upcoming bands, not just the established ones in Australia. Go streaming, buy their merch, and if you can, that is. Obviously, we're in a situation right now where money may be a bit tight, but if you can do your part to help these bands out, find an Australian band, support them for a week, then move on to the next one the following week, and so on and so forth. And we'll all play a part in keeping our favourite Australian bands afloat during all of this situation until things start dying down and we can get out and about and start seeing those shows again. By the looks of things, we're going to be locked away from shows for the next six months, so we need to play a part and do what we can to help out. You know, even listening to this podcast, you may have come across a couple of bands you didn't know existed. So go forth, check them out on Facebook, show your support, send them a message, let them know you're thinking of them, that kind of thing. And uh, we'll all get through this pandemic together. But that is it for episode 93 
of Wall of Sound up against war. Thank you so much for checking it out. Don't forget to give it a like, subscribe, give us a rating, pass it around, but don't pass it around like the disease that's getting around out there right now. Uh, I'm going to be doing this as best as I can, as much as I can during all of this uh, lockdown kind of situation. So expect to see a whole bunch more on the way in future weeks. And uh, I'm trying to track down this band here. I've been trying to track them down actually since Big Sound was supposed to have a chat at Download Festival Australia but, you know, that didn't exactly come and uh, go according to plan but let's not dwell on the past, let's just dwell on the future of Dreg. Now these guys have just signed to Epitaph Records which is a fantastic feat for an upcoming Australian band like them and to celebrate they released their brand new single This One Here. So, keep your eyes peeled. I'm going to try and track the band down and find out more details about them on a future episode of this podcast. Until then, this is their latest single, Hectic. Brand new stuff for Drake on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, and I'll catch you very soon. Not just-